Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Colony Drop, a Gundam podcast. My name is Brian. And my name is Isaac. This is your favorite Gundam podcast where we talk about really anything and everything that is Gundam. From the anime series and movies to the music that's in the intros and outros, Gunpla, a.k.a. Gundam Models, to the lore, the ideas, anything and everything that is about Gundam Brian. That's right, Isaac. And today is another edition of what is now becoming an annual tradition, the Colony Drop Gundam Holiday Special, Isaac. Wow. What are you doing today, Brian? Every year, listeners, we are going to create holiday-themed Gundams for your listening pleasure. Uh... (laughs) So to remind our listeners, last year, Isaac, do you remember what you came up with? A little bit. I remember definitely a lump of coal Gundam, I think. Yes, yes. Also, there was um, Menorah Gundam. (laughs) Or no, sorry, Dreidel Gundam. Yep, yep. Other than that, I don't remember much. (laughs) So you also came up with Elf Miniature Mobile Suits. Of course, of course, little little bit goons. Okay, yeah. sure. And then uh, you also had Manger Force. Uh, of course, Gundam Manger Force. How do you not remember Gundam Manger Force? You know what? After the birth of the Lord, <laughs> <laughs> the Manger was really in the rearview mirror. If you think about it, <laughs> you'd think that they would take those animals with them on their journey, right? <laughs> For being so silent while King Herod's troops were scouring the the countryside. (laughs) But no, they were left behind in the manger. (laughs) Oh, uh, yes. And last year I came up with the dual Yule, which was just a crappy Uh, dual Gundam. As befitting for dual. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. It was an improvement. (laughs) We also had Christmas Lights Freedom Gundam. Of course. The Gingerbread Leo. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> it crumbles even faster <laughs> it's, it's all the more true now that we've uh, rewatched slash watched gundam wing this year so all it takes is a good spray of milk to begin destroying the the ginger red leaf <laughs> it just dissolves in space uh, i had the candy cane impulse and the master gundam santa claus in slay mm. so last year isaac i feel like i didn't lean enough into the christmas theme or the holiday theme so i think i leaned in harder more along the lines of uh, what you did last year this this year so i'm i'm excited i'm excited for this holiday special you could almost say you're dreaming of a white reflection christmas there goes hero running around to for toys for tots or something <laughs> <laughs> all right isaac shall we get started i understand that you have four on your list I put in my energy into four concepts. Okay. Not five, four. (laughs) All right. Well, I have five, so I'll go first so that I can bookend it. Once again, Isaac, we will go from lamest to most awesome or whatever our scale is. No, Brian, I forgot. Your your scale is like boring to awesome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boring to awesome, yes. It's B to A. Okay. Okay, so number one on my list is something that I tried to do something with last year, and I couldn't really come up with a good one, but I think I got it this year. It's a little better. So number one, or number five on my list, I guess I'll say, is Frosty the Snowman Gundam. Wow. Yeah, come on. You know, Frosty the Snowman, this is inspired by the old Frosty the Snowman song, which I'm sure everybody knows, you know, Frosty the Snowman. (laughs) He was very, you know, half, whatever. Well, clearly I don't remember No, Brian, please continue. (laughs) I insist for our listeners who maybe are unfamiliar with with the wonder of of Frosty the Snowman and Christmas magic. (laughs) He was a holly jolly, something like that, right? I don't know. 
Yeah. Soul, corn cu- right? You had a corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. So there you go. The listeners, I assume you've all heard of Frosty the Snowman. So we're going to make a Gundam out of him today. So, Isaac, I went back and I looked at the Frosty the Snowman from the cartoon that was probably around, I don't know, 30 years ago or so. Not very right. inspiring. So I think I want him to look a little more evil, more like the Clay Fighter version. Holy shit. Of the snowman. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like this early 90s game that had a, an evil snowman in it as a fighter option. That's right. That's right. And he had these large eyes. And I think that changes his, his demeanor very much from happy-go-lucky snowman to just evil-looking snowman. That's kind of what I'm going for for this. But I don't want him to have legs, Isaac, because I want him to be more like a snowman. I feel like if you put legs on him, he's not so much a snowman anymore. <laughs> he just hovers around on, like, a VTOL system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so the bottom half of him, his, his bottom, like, snowball is going to be like BB-8, and that's how he's going to roll around on the battlefield. Uh-huh. So, again, if you listen to the song, he's got buttons, I think, down his torso. Yeah. Those are going to pop out to reveal Gatling guns. Wow. May I ask why you chose Gatling guns in the spirit of Christmas? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. It's just he's got to have some some offensive prowess here. You know what? I'll go a step further and and, th- and throw you a bone a bit because as we all know, Gatling guns are usually mounted in like the main unit, right? Like right. they're always on the shoulders or the head somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So you got to put them in the torso. Plenty of transformation room there. And you know what? Look, to make you happy, maybe it'll shoot ice bullets or something. Or like the <laughs> The tracers. Oh, the tracer rounds. There you go. The tracer rounds are only red and green. (laughs) (laughs) I also thought that snow hands were not so exciting, so I wanted to go with, like, stick hands. Oh, so sinister, right? Yeah, yeah. I just think that's terrifying. Like those horrible things Jack Skellington has. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. If you've ever gone down, if if everyone's ever been to Disneyland in the Haunted Mansion, there's this part where you... You go down and there's all these terrifying looking trees. Like, I want some hands from those trees. On his nose, you know, typically Frosty is either depicted with a button nose or a carrot nose. So I think uh-huh. if it's a carrot nose, you can make it the carrot a missile, you know, and fires wow. out. Wow. I didn't even think of that. Okay, that's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also needs his top hat, Isaac. Of course. So I think the top hat could open up and fire long range missiles. I like that. And then he could also throw his hat like Odd Job from James Bond. <laughs> Like on job. <laughs> or like a Captain America that wears his hat. Yes. <laughs> or Kung exactly. Lao from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> is there like a V crest on the hat or is this not like a Gundam specified mobile suit? It's just villainous suit. <laughs> yeah, sure. We could put a V fin on the, the top hat. I'm all for that. He can melt himself and then reform himself. Maybe underneath he just has like a full stick skeleton. Oh, wow. And then I was trying to think up something to do with the corncob pipe because he's always depicted with a pipe. So I was thinking maybe he could smoke the pipe and then that would produce after images. Nice. Very deceptive. <laughs> That's my attempt at a Frosty the Snowman Gundam. Is that too terrifying to be a good guy Gundam? I was about to say, I was about to commend you for creating such a villainous mobile suit for the Gundam Holiday Special. <laughs> I'm a little nervous that everything I came up with is a bad guy. I mean, that's kind of good, though. That's in, though, you know? Like, we're, yeah. we're the Nightmare Before Christmas generation. So we're used to our holiday being a bit darker, right? Okay. A- along with our world, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So maybe he'll be a good guy. He'll just be a little jaded and have, like, a, a yeah. raspy voice. 
<laughs> he'll be edgy. He'll be the anti-hero, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, my heart's as frozen as my mobile suit's armor. <laughs> <laughs> Frosty does what Santa doesn't. Let me ask a tech question, though. Sure. So is it like a skeletal frame that's able to it generates such cold around it that that creates the snow that's attached to the frame? Or is it not actually snow? It's more just, it looks like snow, but it's actually just, you know, some type of armored uh, plating. Yo, I think it has to be some sort of snow-based ah. thing in order for it to melt and reform, right? Of course, of course. Maybe we'll say that it just fuses ice crystals in, in a very elaborate manner to create very hard armor. So that's my uh, nonsensical science explanation. <laughs> I like this so much. If you're an enterprising and creative listener, sketch it up. Let's take a look. Oh, man, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Drop a link to your sketch in the comments. Either it's on, you know, Imager, DeviantArt, or something like that, whatever. Or your Instagram, social, yeah. I love it. All right, Isaac, let's hear number four on your list. All right, number four, and this is the weakest pun, and forgive me ahead of time for using it, but just hear me out. It's Gundam Xmas. <laughs> I hope this hasn't been used before. I mean, it was this is such a low-hanging fruit, you know, name-wise, but hear me out. So instead of the X cannon, which can destroy colonies, what it has is an Eve cannon that only works on Christmas Eve. Ooh. And it fills a colony with Christmas cheer, Brian. Oh, This is way too wholesome to be an Isaac creation. <laughs> I think we kind of switched hats. Maybe like... <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you have to hear the rest of my list, too, before you jump to conclusions. <laughs> but to an extent, we did kind of switch hats, right? Because, yeah, I don't yeah. know, <laughs> we know each other too well, so we decided to try on each other's hat <laughs> for one holiday season. <sighs> How does it fill them with holiday cheer? Does it shoot presents? No. So, like, everyone in the colony is, like, freaking out, right? They, like, they see the Gundam, and, like, they see the cannon, and obviously it's powering up, you know? And they're like, holy <laughs> shit, that thing's aiming at us. <laughs> So there's like panic in the colony and then the beams like starts heading towards the colony. You know, maybe they threw out like their crappy little mono eyes at it, but they, they're useless uh, <laughs> or whatever capital <laughs> ships they have. The beam hits the colony. It doesn't penetrate or anything. Instead, it like fills it with like light and, you know, everybody feels like warmth and joy and everybody just starts hugging and like giving each other gifts and stuff. You know, people invite each other into each other's homes to like, you know, everybody eats and cooks and bakes together. It's great. So, but wait, does the beam actually cause that or is the joy just felt because they didn't die? No, the beam actually causes that. Oh, okay. Okay. Because <laughs> if you didn't die, I think you would assume, all right, the beam clearly missed. So we still need to evacuate the colony. <laughs> but isn't this like when you, if you uh, like lose your parachute while you're skydiving and you have, you just, you die from a heart attack rather than, you know, hitting the floor. <laughs> oh, so you're thinking that like inexplicably some people will still die. Yeah. From, like, from the sheer panic, attack. the sheer panic of a beam weapon being fired at the colony. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I didn't think about it that far. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, that raises more questions, Brian. Like, so how many people died <laughs> during like <laughs> colony combat? Is it a lot? Probably. What's, what's, I, what's your percentage of people that like died because of the colony attacks or a battle in a colony, but not actually from like you know a bullet or a beam or anything like that, a collapsed building? I would say it's not insignificant, <laughs> right? Because if you're living in that colony, all of a sudden a, a hole erupts, like like fairly near you. You got me there. And also, like, it's one thing to be in a colony and, you know, a, a couple of factions are battling it out, right? You can, 
as we've discussed before, you can blow a hole or even multiple holes in a colony and you can still go about your business. You know, you, right, you don't really yeah. notice until things start getting bad. Right. But if you're aware of what the Gundam X is and you know it's pointed at your colony, <laughs> I, you probably would go into panic, right? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can do. I mean, that guy's going to fire at you and it's going to hit you very soon. Yeah, it's the one weapon that's like, it's guaranteed to destroy the colony. <laughs> <laughs> are, are there any color modifications to the Gundam X? I, I like the idea that it's it's very much a duplicate of the Gundam X, but once, you know, the X unfolds and all that, maybe it takes on Christmas colors. Mm, okay. Yeah. The beam makes a very jingly noise. <laughs> yeah. As it races across the space. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Sound travels slower than light. So <laughs> so it's, it's even more horrifying. Yeah. So the beam is like when it gets there, it's going to be silent and they're not going to know if they if they die and then they don't die. Right. And then a few seconds later, they'll get hit by the sound of you know jingle bells or whatever. And they'll realize like, oh, it was just the Gundam Xmas. <laughs> there'll be 2.5 seconds where everyone thinks the afterlife is like jingle bells. <laughs> uh, I have to see this in master grade form, Isaac. I, I want to see of someone course. make a Christmas version. We'll do it. We'll do it one day. <laughs> All right, Brian, what's your number two? All right. My next one on my list is the Abominable Gundam or the Yeti Gundam. Wow. I was thinking back to my childhood, Isaac, of things that I like to watch during the holiday season. And of course, everyone has to have seen the classic 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer TV movie where one of the antagonists, uh, I'll call him, is the Abominable Snow Monster of the North, a.k.a. the Bumble. Uh, and he's basically a yeti. Do you, I assume that you've seen this, Isaac. This is like the claymation-ish kind of one. Yes, and may I say, on behalf of everybody that grew up seeing this, that noise that the bumble makes before you can even see it is horrifying. <laughs> Especially if you're a child. <laughs> That's like the definition of like a monster noise, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Before the iconic T-Rex from Jurassic Park, there was the bumble. And like, as soon as you heard that, you immediately knew what it was. <laughs> Strikes again. Yeah, I mean, look, this guy's basically a Yeti. When you hear Yeti, Isaac, what do you think of? I think of two things. I think of the Bumble from this movie, and then I also think of, like, the Yeti on the Matterhorn at Disneyland. Exactly that, yeah. Just the the mythological Himalayan pale white fur-covered ape. It's yeah. also somehow inexplicably monstrous and, pers- and enjoys pursuing humans. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so if, if you've never seen that, people... It's exactly that. It's sort of a, a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch that has white hair and sort of maybe more exaggerated claws and eyes and fangs. And it's in terms of turning him into a Gundam, I'm thinking, Isaac, this would be like Gundam's version of the Hulk. So he's going to have no real ranged weapons. He's just going to be wow. impervious to basically everything and kind of able to melee his way through <laughs> all forces. I picture him much larger than a normal mobile suit, probably twice as tall or at least 1.5 times as tall. You know, supposedly Bigfoot slash Sasquatch slash Yeti is supposed to be around anywhere from like 7 to 12 feet tall. That That's almost twice as tall as a human. So if we keep that ratio in mobile suits, I think that would work. It'd be real thick, broad shoulders, Isaac. I, I have a question, though. Oh, boy. Yetis, you, they have hair, 
right? They're always depicted with hair. How does hair work on a Gundam? Do we, how do we translate that? Is that just shiny white armor that looks like hair, or would it be real, real hair that's on top of armor? <laughs> it could be like this mobile suit, I think, from Gundam X that kind of had leg warmers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I remember so that it's one. like, it, it, you, know, you kind of hand wave it as, yes, it's clothing, but like, you know, we're going to say it's, you know, I don't know, thermal contact armor. Something yeah. something we can hand wave like that. Just like Crossbone Gundam had capes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? True. So, well, we can make it work. We can make for it work somehow. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's got to have sharp claws, sharp fangs. It's something that Yetis and, and Sasquatches are known for is to have this sort of ability to stun people through something that some animals have called infrasound. So maybe he has like this EMP attack that could disable other mobile suits and then he can just kind of thrash on them. So yeah, he's basically just like the beater of the team. Wow. The tank. Yeah, he's the tank, right? You just let him go. In terms of, like, is he a good guy, a bad guy mobile suit? I don't know. I was thinking maybe he's, like, bad at first, but then he turns good. Kind of like the Bumble, right? The Bumble's a little misunderstood. They melt his heart. (laughs) His ice-cold heart. And cap his teeth, I think, right? Or remove them. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) So that's, that's my Yeti Gundam. You know, this could almost be like the Gundam for like Neo India <laughs> or like <the> Neo Himalayas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Neo Nepal or something. There you go. You know what I'm kind of envisioning? Like the kind of hunched, huge, ridiculously sized arms and upper body of the Devil Gundam, Dark Gundam. Mm. Yeah, it would definitely have to have like a different silhouette, right? I mean, Yetis and right. Sasquatches, they're, they're supposedly their arms are much longer than a human's. So longer arms would definitely make sense in this context. So you imagine it has like a Gundam face? Is it kind of like a monstrous Gundam face or what? Yeah, um, you know, you bring up the Devil Gundam. Remember that had like a a, yeah. a, ter- a Gundam face but a terrifying mouth. So I think it's got to be something like that. Yeah, as soon as it opens up that mouth, it's got like those <laughs> snake teeth and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. And then maybe for the V fin, it could have the the jewel on the fin, but then the fin could also be hair, and it would it would stand up into the fin mode when it gets angry. Oh wow. You're not going to like me when I'm angry. (laughs) Does this bumble also bounce? (laughs) Uh, Sure, why not? (laughs) With enough armor, I'm sure it will. (laughs) That's my Yeti Gundam Isaac. All right, hit us with the second one on your list. All right, this one is a bit of a more, um, shall we say, underhanded type Gundam. Say it with me now, Brian. It's Gundam Ho-Ho Hologram. (laughs) (laughs) This Gundam is a deceptive Gundam, and it fights only using holograms. Just when you thought it was in one location, it's actually in another. You can also, like, you know, maybe shoot a bunch of missiles, and they all look like ornaments, and there's some that are actually there, but you just got to start shooting at them all. Things like that, Brian. It's a deception hologram-based Gundam. Ho, ho, hologram. I like it. What does this look like? So, I'm glad you asked. To go with the ho name. I thought it, it'd be on the short list of, like, feminine-bodied Gundam. <laughs> kind of like uh, Neil Sweden. <laughs> oh, I love it. Imagine Mrs. Claus, but she's, like, 23. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she does, like, Pilates a lot. <laughs> Zumba every day. <laughs> That's it. Gundam ho-ho hologram. <laughs> I'm picturing her wearing, like, a sexy Santa outfit. Oh, absolutely. It's a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Like one of those big belts that's like slouched. Pretty much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> slouched for no reason. Like she only has an oversized one. Oh, man. You you could fill that series with so much like risque pun dialogue, too. 
probably is that the type of pilot she is like she's she's just sultry yeah <laughs> sultry and sassy but she's got to be a tease right if she's if she's ho-ho hologram probably it's like oh you thought but you didn't see <laughs> <laughs> nobody sees me coming <laughs> i'll clearly do her voice <laughs> it's our low budget we only have two people that can do the voices yeah so moving on to the middle bracket now, Brian, what's your next concept? <clears throat> All right. Number three on my list. I tried to go a little outside the box this time, Isaac. So this is what I'm calling the light of the world mobile armor or the North Star mobile armor. Wow. This is inspired by your Christmas tree toppers. So what do you put at the top of your Christmas tree, Isaac? Well, Brian, we've always put a star at the top because it was a star that guided the three wise men. To the little baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We've always put a star, too. I think some people put angels, I've heard, but... Uh... Those people are heretics. <laughs> <laughs> they blaspheme. <laughs> I tend to agree. I tend to agree. But uh, in this yeah. house, we've also put a star. So I recently watched the new Suicide Squad movie, Isaac. As you know, the final boss of that movie oh, was God. Starro, <laughs> who was a giant star. So I thought, let's do that in Gundam. So basically, wow. it's a giant spinning star mobile armor. So think of how Starmie or Staryu moves in the Pokemon anime, where they like fly around and they spin when they fly around. Yeah. A lot of Christmas tree toppers, their stars, they have a lot of lights on them, right? All those lights on the stars, those could all fly off and be either bits or beam cannons, which I think would be fun. And yeah, basically, I wanted to act and fly like a UFO, making like sharp stops and turns and just kind of spinning all the way and it would be very bright in the sky maybe part of its attacks is it can get so bright that it blinds the enemy kind of almost like a mirror uh i want it to feel alien like isaac you know like the final boss like this is this is the end of the video game wow how like like what scale are you thinking like is this as big as libra is it the uh the valvaro is it smaller is it reflesia what are we looking at that's a good question. I don't think it's as big as Libra I, because I, I want it to be very maneuverable. So I don't think it can be too big. So I'm thinking the Valvaro is probably a pretty good size, Noiseal size. Um, that sounds pretty reasonable to me. I don't think I yeah. want to go bigger than that. Yeah. That's impressively big. Yeah, but I mean, if, if, if it's spinning, I want it to hit hard too. So I, I want of it to course. be able to hit things while it spins. What I like about this, too, is that we can definitely see that in a series, right? That's very believable that, of course, they'd make a mobile armor in the shape of a giant star. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> and send it in a battle. <laughs> if they can make the uh, the Zoccarello and send that into battle, they can, uh, I'll definitely believe a star before I believe the Zoccarello. Yeah, the hideous crab thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Isaac, what's number three on your list? My next one has the name Gundam in it, but it itself is not a Gundam. It's a mobile armor. It just oh. specializes in taking on Gundams and destroying them. It's Gundam Slayer. Oh my God. <laughs> and if you think about it, the reason I chose this is because a Slay, you would absolutely think a shape almost identical to that would be sent into combat as a mobile armor, right? You've got kind of the big kind of cockpit body area below that on the struts can be the actual you know turbines and engines and rocket propellers and it just goes into combat and it's filled with just this 
you know, this this Santa's Santa's bag filled with with an arsenal of weapons and such that can just annihilate Gundams. It only fights Gundams. That's why it's the Gundam Slayer. Gundam Slayer. I like it. I'm picturing its bag of tricks, kind of like the Green Goblin's bag of pumpkin bombs, but you know, full of presents. Yeah, and you have no idea what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> it can deploy the right weapon at the right moment against the right Gundam. And so, just so I'm visualizing this correctly. Uh, when you say slay, so this looks like Santa's slay, like that kind of slay, or is this different? Exactly. Kind of okay. Exactly that kind of slay. Can mobile suits ride in the slay? That might be useful. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And and I remember you mentioned you didn't like one of the Gundam Seed enhanced oh, pilot's yes. mobile suit that had like the face of the Gundam in the chest of the bird mode. Yes, that was ridiculous. So I think going along with that, this like this will have a Gundam face right in the front of the slay. <laughs> <laughs> No neck, nothing like that. Just the <laughs> face mounted into the into the flat front of the sleigh. Does it say like "kill me" every time it talks? <laughs> it's not sentient, Brian. There's a pilot. <laughs> well, well, knowing whoever made this, because it's a mobile armor, there's probably a crew inside. <laughs> it's probably like three guys that got roped into doing this. <laughs> I mean, that's clearly a you know antagonist mobile suit. Yeah, I've got one more antagonist one though, and I'm saving the best for last. <laughs> but what's your next one, Brian? Okay, so this was inspired by Gundam Wing's mobile dolls, which we just watched. So these are Christmas tree stationary turret drones. Wow. And Isaac, I tried to do a little research into Christmas trees here. Did you know there are so many different types of Christmas trees? So over here, listeners, in the, I'll say the West Coast, we're, again, we're in California, Los Angeles-ish area. Uh, we generally have, what, three types of trees, Isaac? You can tell me if I'm wrong here. What I typically see at the Christmas tree lot are noble firs, Douglas firs, and uh, I think some blue spruces. Brian, I'm a synthetic tree guy myself, so I'm going to take your word for it. (laughs) So I looked up, like, types of trees, and apparently the most popular tree for Christmas is the balsam fir, which I've never even heard of because we don't have that out here. That's the most popular one. And then I started really doubting myself, Isaac. I was like, have we not been experiencing real Christmas here in Southern California because we don't have the balsam fir? (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) But but I looked it up. The balsam fir is typically only grown in the northeastern U.S. and southeastern Canada. So obviously that's nowhere near Southern California because we are obviously southwest. So that's why we don't have the balsam fir. But it basically looks pretty much the same as the noble fir. And then obviously, like you said, other people have plastic ones. So... We could do a riff on all of them. You could have different types of turrets that look like trees. They could be different colors, different shades of green. Just like the old Ninja Turtle games, Isaac, if you remember, that had, quote, comic book colors, they would change the colors of the turtles a little bit. We could have that here because they would represent different types of the trees. That's true. Now that I think about that. So these would be stationary drone guards for whatever faction they're on. I guess these are Christmas trees. Would this be like a, a, a protagonist faction, Isaac? I'm not sure, because we have clearly some villainous ideas for Christmas. <laughs> so these might be the grunts. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah. They're, they're the Leos, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or maybe actually, maybe they'll be the good guy versions, and they go toe-to-toe with the uh, the gingerbread Leo. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it could be that. I, I picture these guarding the base, or you know, guarding all the, the bases. They just pop out when enemies get in proximity. You know what they kind of remind me of is, um, I don't know if you remember, Double O had, or sorry, season two, yeah, season two of Double O had automatons. You remember those? I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are pretty cool. 
except I mean they weren't moles suit size, but they clearly were very good at their job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are like a less malicious, you know, bug yeah. <laughs> from F ninety one, I guess. A bug that defends people. <laughs> yeah. It's the good guy bug, I guess. There you go. I was thinking, you know, all the different decorations uh, on the tree. The most common ones are like bulbs, right, Isaac? So, right. Those are conveniently shaped very similar to f- bits and funnels. So those could fly off and, and become bits and funnels. Thought that'd be fun. So scale wise, this is mobile suit size. Yes, yes. I'm thinking each one is the size of a mobile suit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. So they can't move, or they they just tend not to move. No, I don't think they move. I mean, they're trees, so. I think the most they do is spin around to maybe deflect beam attacks. But beyond that, they're not going to get up and walk away. No, they have no legs, just the trunk. Uh, there's just a lot of them, right? You think of like a Christmas tree lot, you know? You could almost say there's a forest of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of them are flocked, some of them are not. <laughs> I did think of the plastic one that you brought up. So in my mind, a plastic version of this, the, or the riff on the plastic tree is that there are some drones that are just fake drones, and that's the equivalent of those like balloon decoy mobile suits or decoy ships that exist in the Universal Century to throw off oh. radar. Or not radar, but counts of ships. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As we famously saw Shard's counterattack. <laughs> Look, there's, we have to trust them. They sent an extra ship. <laughs> <laughs> They're so nice. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Meanwhile, Shard's like, you idiot, you, you miscounted by one. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, don't send more balloons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you think that guy was like really upset when he let off that extra balloon? They can't pop it. Like that'd look weird. I mean, I don't think he was upset because you know, they've they've been fighting the Federation for decades. So they knew there's a good chance the Federation would just buy it. <laughs> they've grown accustomed to a certain level of ineptness. Yeah, it's like when you asked me, like, how come the Federation had no idea what the Jupiter Empire was planning? <laughs> I was like, Ryan, <laughs> I mean, it would be really out of character for the Federation to know what was happening or even have an idea. Yeah, that is my character flaw, Isaac. I, I overestimate people. I guess I overestimate the Federation as well. It's one thing to like overestimate the Federation, but you know, your, your sliver of hope lies in like whoever the, the Londo Bell or Capital Ship Hero team is. Right, yes. Because <laughs> they'll pick things up immediately and follow that thread to the end of their day. <laughs> Praise be for Londo Bell. That's all I have to say. Yeah, God, they're so good. I wonder how long they existed. I guess I could look it up, but... I mean, did we see them in... Uh... <laughs> we know they don't make it to G-Save. <laughs> <laughs> True. We didn't see him in Crossbone. I they don't think they show up in Hathaway. Maybe that conflict's too small though for Londa Bell. Maybe we'll make our own side story about their end. Gundam Bell, the bell tolls for thee. <laughs> for whom the bell tolls. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It tolls for thee, bright. <laughs> oh man. Sunrise, you have to use that for the, the end of the Londa Bell story. It'll be our side story where we put Bright in the cockpit for once. Wow. Mm, there you go. Although, now that I think about it, Isaac, again, I, mean, I guess neither of us have read Hathaway's Flash. Uh, and without and going to avoid spoilers here. Oh, boy. <laughs> does Londo Bell just end after Hathaway's Flash? I'm going to kind of assume it does, right? Because we'll actually... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll say yes, because that's the end of every character that was with Londo Bell. You know? Who's going to come back? Ensign Riddy? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the spiritual leaders? You know, you had Amaro and, and Bright, so... Yeah, they're gone. Yeah. 
All right, Isaac, that was where my Christmas tree drones. What is the most awesome 2021 holiday Gundam on your list? Okay. These, I imagine, are a squad under the control of one of the Gundam series' original main villains, the sinister and powerful Giren Zabi. These are Giren's Rain Fear. What they are are these villainous four-legged mobile suits, kind of akin to the ones that were, uh, you know, part of Andrew Waldfield's team mm-hmm. in Gundam Seed. Yep. Except they're more reindeer form. Oh, okay. It's got like eight of them, possibly nine, and they do his bidding, spreading fear throughout his reign. <laughs> his horrible timeline where he came to power. <laughs> that is pretty terrifying. Do they dock with the sleigh, with the Gundam Slayer? That's a possibility. I was thinking about that, but I wanted to engineer them separately. Right, yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. It would work well, though. Do they have names? Did you name them all? I assume it would make sense that we use the same names. <laughs> right? Yeah. Dasher and Blitzen and Comet. <laughs> Cupid and Donder and Blitzen. I don't exactly. know how many that was. Was that eight? I think we might have overlapped. but it, Oh, <laughs> Dasher and Dancer. I think we missed those two. Prancer. Yeah, Vixen. I think that's all eight somewhere. And then, yeah, number you got to save Rudolph for the end. He's like the, the trump card. He might be the only one that has like a mega particle cannon. <laughs> mm, in the nose, yeah, that, that's nice. Yeah. I'd like to imagine their antlers are beam antlers, though. Oh, you got to have beam antlers. Yeah. But, you know, they went with the four-legged versions, which, dare I say, don't have the best track record. Say what you will about Andrew Rawfield, but he did lose. Yes, that's true. I also have to point out that so Manger Force was your top selection last year, and that also involved a bunch of four-legged Gundams. That's true. I feel like you're really just trying to bring back four-legged Gundams. Are you like a closet Zoid fan? I'm a Zoider, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Through and through. (laughs) Yep, just I'm with the purple faction, whatever they were, (laughs) the bad guys for the the five seconds I watched Zoid while looking for something else. (laughs) I was like, all right, these guys declare the bad guys. I assume I will associate with them. (laughs) (laughs) Do you even remember what Zoids was like about? Were these countries fighting each other? No, I have no idea. I don't think I ever watched a full episode of Zoids. I'm curious if it was actually countries fighting each other or if it was like um, their version of the Gundam fight. You know, it was different like corporations or something just having like sporting events essentially. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Didn't it air on like Saturday morning cartoon blog? I'm sure it wasn't too political if that's where it was yeah i think so it was i remember being like half cgi right yeah it had a weird like blended animation style which i think at the time turned me off a little bit but i wonder how that's aged if you go back and and look at it i imagine it was cutting edge at the time and yeah it just it very much like reboot right like where at the time you're like wow this is pretty crisp and then looking back you're like whoa (laughs) (laughs) yeah early cgi does not age well as we saw with uh ms igloo no but it was a necessary step as we saw with g savior also <laughs> yeah yeah or or in video games you see it too right i mean I, I don't know i think super nintendo games look better than playstation 1 games yeah there's a lot of charm in the bits right right yeah but like you know the original crash bandicoot's pretty rough when you go back and look at it yeah exactly boy did we go off on a tangent <laughs> yeah, there you go <laughs> all right brian that's enough of the rain fear what is your top tier Christmas concept for Molesu Gundam? All right, number one on my list 
is are you ready for this isaac this was something that you brought up last year that i oh boy i, I couldn't believe that i didn't do this so i did it this year well wow. uh, and it is krampus gundam oh krampus oh wow the villain you saved it best for last or maybe not the villain depending on how you look at it Ooh, tell us all about it brian <laughs> uh so for those who don't know who krampus is he's kind of like this uh I'll say evil Santa Claus to way overly simplify it. That's become more popular in recent years. So they're the children in Alpine countries, Isaac. So this is France, Switzerland, Italy, Austria, Germany, a few others. Instead of being rewarded for their good behavior by Santa, they can also face consequences for their bad behavior by getting a visit from Krampus. Krampus, he's from pagan traditions in Germany where he was the son of hell, who was the Norse god of the underworld. There's different rituals that people do in these countries, and one is called the Krampus Run, uh, which I believe in, <laughs> I think in the native language, is the Krampus Lauf, uh, or Krampus Lauf, maybe, I don't know, where they disguise wow. themselves as Krampus, and they parade through the streets. In Austria and Bavaria, Krampus ac- accompanies uh, St. Nicholas as he makes his you know visits to the children. Krampus has typically been viewed over the years by certain organizations as you know being associated with paganism so this and and like being like a a devil figure celebrations or anything to do with krampus was banned in during the inquisition as well as by the nazis not not (laughs) not to uh i mean (laughs) they went out of their way to ban like the ban like the 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 christmas goblin (laughs) i don't know they were very thorough i guess is what i'm saying you know what they're qualified grade a top tier so sure of course they would ruin christmas spirit (laughs) priorities maybe weren't in the place they should be as far as what it looks like isaac so krampus oh he's old so he's depicted in various different ways over the years but he's usually hairy brown black he's got cloven hooves uh goat horns a long tongue and he's got fangs uh he typically carries chains and he like shakes the chains as he comes after you for you know you know frighten you. Of course. He sometimes has bells on him along with the chains to let you know that he's coming. He's also got these things called ruten. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, which are bundles of birch branches that he carries. And then he occasionally like hits the children with them if they were bad. So he, he of course. <laughs> he also sometimes has a sack or a basket strapped to his back where he stores the evil children. So yeah, I basically want this Krampus Gundam to be very unsettling, very horror-like, with sort of the long, hooved feet and exaggerated horns and tongue. Adapting those different accessories he has as weapons is pretty easy. You can put the chains on the Gundam, you can put the Ruten on the Gundam. Those can be his handheld weapons. Tongue and fangs can be on his on-suit weapons. Just imagine him attacking with the tongue and the fangs like the Gundam Barbatos did with the mobile armor whip and its own claws. I think that'd be pretty uh, pretty terrifying. I think he should have beam breath. I don't know. That just seemed appropriate <laughs> since he's very demonic. And I don't know, Isaac. We've got to do something with the bag in the basket where he steals children away. Maybe like he puts your suit in there and it, it disables it somehow. Oh, God. Is he like that monstrous in proportions? He's definitely bigger. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be bigger. Holy he, shit. Pretty close. To, he, I imagine him being the same height as the Yeti Gundam from earlier, but being less thick and, and broad, more, you know, svelte. Okay. It's like a demonic, you know, goat or whatever. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> and with the bells and the chains, you can have like an audible element. You can hear the Krampus Gundam coming, you know, with like the, it's like a, a demonic jingle bells, basically. And you think, oh, maybe it's Gundam Xmas. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. It's Krampus. <laughs> yeah. 
so, so in our eventual animated version of the Colony Drop Gundam Holiday Special, <laughs> is he going to be the good guy or bad guy? Krampus always got to be bad guy. Okay. I mean, yeah. well, I don't know. I always figure that like those figures have like the dual purpose, right? They're like punishing the naughty kids or something like <laughs> that. So in a way, it's kind of good, but at the same time, it's essentially a demon. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's absolutely a demon, yeah. <laughs> don't think it's an angel <laughs> sent from on high. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. <clears throat> so in terms of a plot for this year's holiday special, Isaac, I'm thinking oh, that... Gear and Zabi pilots the the Rain Fear, docks up with your Gundam Slayer. They use the North Star mobile armor. Those are maybe our main antagonists. Oh, and plus Krampus. Krampus joins forces with them. Maybe that's Naturally. what it is. You know how you know how the Nazis love dealing in like the occult. Of course, except for Krampus, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe Gear summoned the Krampus Gundam, you know, by accident. Oh wow! So it's gonna bite him, bite him in the ass later. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they team up and then. Who's gonna take him down? Gundam Xmas, the Christmas tree drones. I guess I could. Mm-hmm. We could have Frosty. Maybe the Abominable Snowman is on their team at first, but then he changes sides. Uh, yeah, and I guess like, I can well, contribute you... Frosty as a protagonist too. <laughs> I, I draw the line at space fascism. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Frosty's I'm not like, gonna. Yeah, I had it. <laughs> I can't comply with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's that comic book where uh, it was like a Marvel vs. DC crossover. Joker found out that Red Skull was a Nazi. And, and and that was it. He ended their partnership. Like, he went over to him and he tried to shoot him. He was like, you know, I may be a murderer, blah, 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 but I, there's one, I cannot deal with Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see The Rocketeer? That had a similar scene. I did, but I saw The oh. Rocketeer so long ago, I don't remember it. The mafia was like, they'd captured The Rocketeer, and they're like about to hand it over to this German guy. Or no, sorry, to this actor. And um, like the Rocketeer is like, you know, he's with the Nazis, right? <laughs> and then they're like, what? <laughs> and the, the, the actor guy was like, well, come on, you know, I'm paying you. Who, who, who does it matter who I work for? And they're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you know, we might not make an honest buck, but we're 100% American. And then like the mafia teams up with like the FBI and they like start shooting out the Nazi. <laughs> I've heard the Rocketeer is a really good movie. I, I guess I should rewatch it. But I wonder, does it hold up? Have you seen it recently? Um, I saw most of it not too long ago, and I gotta say, it's it's very campy, friendly, family-friendly fun. You'll enjoy it. Just go in with zero expectations. You know, it's always a good time when, like, heroes are punching Nazis, you know. Maybe that's where we leave you, listeners. It's always a good time when you're <laughs> punching Nazis. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> when Krampus <laughs> summoned by a fascist. <laughs> Especially when there's space Nazis. Yeah, yeah, there's just... Garen is space Nazis up to no good on Christmas Eve. They got to be stopped by, by the heroic Christmas Gundam. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do when I write the description for this episode. I'll write it like a logline for a film. Yeah, why not? Like, like yeah. the, <laughs> the short summary, the IMDb note. <laughs> yes, yes. When Garen Zabi gathers his rain fear and summons <laughs> the, the Krampus Gundam from the other side, the team of heroes stands in his way. <laughs> Yeah, along with a slew of space fascist mobile armors. <laughs> Only the spirit of Christmas can be saved by a team of heroic Gundams. A jaded snowman, yeah. a barely intelligible Yeti, a Gundam that fakes people out as if they're going to die, but but really doesn't kill them. You better believe these double Ds are real, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally forgot about her. She could be like our, uh, our Faye Valentine or our Fujiko. 
Pretty much, yeah. The sassy one female on the team. <laughs> Is she a, an antagonist or a, a good guy? No, she's good, but like, you know, the Catwoman type good. All right, yeah. We're yeah. like, yeah, okay. she's not going to let you nuke the city, but like, while she's saving the day, she probably stole the diamonds. <laughs> yeah, she's going to loot a little bit on the side. <laughs> yeah, definitely, but like, you're going to, you'll, you'll have to turn a blind eye because of how much she helps. Right. You okay. know? <laughs> got it. <laughs> well, that was fun. This, this really got me in the holiday spirit, Isaac, so. I know. I hope it did too for our listeners. We decided to make it much more narrowed down to just Christmas, but hey, what can we do? <laughs> Last year you got you got all the religions. <laughs> As Isaac said, if anyone wants to sketch any of these and you think they're hilarious, we would love to see them. I think that'd be funny. You don't have to be a great artist either. Just have fun with it. <laughs> or even your own concepts. Comment below, describe them, or you know, link a picture if you decided to have some uh, creative inspiration. Yeah, let us know your top-tier holiday Gundam idea for 2021. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Take us out, Isaac. All right, everybody. Before you go to sleep tonight, stand next to your bed. Put your hands together. Get on your knees. Look up at the ceiling. and hail Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody.